Good morning, I'm Bryce Peterson, and this is episode 30, A Letter, A Battery, and A Gas Station. The year was 2003, somewhere around February, early March. I was in Tom's River, New Jersey. And I saw something really interesting. At the time, I was serving as a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And part of what we do is we look for service projects where we can rub shoulders with people and get to know them. And maybe they'll want to learn about our church or maybe they won't. Either way, we're trying to do some service. And you find yourself in some optimal situations and some of them are a little like is this really service well oh well we're doing it anyway one of the things that we found ourselves doing was filing away some reports paper reports for doctors in this hospital and we've been doing this for a few weeks and usually there is a little cubby hole for the doctor and it always said doctor on it. Doctor this, doctor that, doctor this. I came across a unique one. It said B. Wayman. And it didn't have a doctor out in front of it. And it didn't have a cubby hole. And this stood out to me. Because I had felt impressed for a few months at this point. That I should write a letter to my friend Brittany. But I hadn't done it just was putting it off, putting it off, kept thinking about her, and just hadn't written the letter. Well, this time, when I saw something that said B. Wayman on it, no surprise that was her last name at the time, I was like, okay, I'm going to write the letter. There was no cubbyhole. It didn't have doctor out in front of it. It was very unusual. And I felt like I was getting slapped upside the head, essentially. And was like, okay, yes, I'm going to write the letter. So the following morning... I wrote the letter and I sent it and I didn't think much of it after that. I didn't end up getting a reply, but I knew I was supposed to write the letter. After returning home a few months later, a couple months later in April, she came to visit me and gave me a hug and told me she appreciated the, the letter and that it, it came at a very important time for her and she really appreciated it. A couple months go by, and I have managed to cause myself a problem with my car. I was replacing my car battery, and I did it incorrectly. I swapped the negative and the positive wires, connected them improperly, and I fried my car's computer. It was a $2,000 repair. And so I was out of a car for a little while. And I was feeling relatively down and out about this, you know, feeling kind of stranded, just feeling kind of like a loser, really. So one evening, I decide to walk to Walmart from my parents' house. And I'm in a green pair of flip-flops and some shorts and a t-shirt and just putting along. And I walk the two miles down to Walmart and I wanted to go buy a music CD. This was the last, probably the last CD, physical CD that I ever bought. And it was Our Lady Peace 
the album Gravity that had come out while I was on my mission. So I bought that. I'm walking back and we're getting into the kind of the darkness time of day. And I have this thought enter my mind, stop at that gas station. You know, I thought maybe I wanted to get a drink. Um, I'm like, no, I'm going to save what little money I have. I'm not going to buy a drink. I'll just wait till I get home. I was, I was thirsty. And then this thought hits me, stop there. You're going to meet your future wife there. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh, right. And, and so I keep walking. A couple seconds later, I hear, hey, Bryce, what are you doing out here? Are you crazy? I'm like, oh, sweet, that's Brittany. And so I walk over there to say hello. And her sister was driving, and Brittany gets out of the passenger side of this old white truck. She starts talking to me. She has these piercing blue eyes very mesmerizing as she's talking to me i remember the thought that i just had moments ago that i was going to meet my future wife here and so i'm looking into her eyes and i'm imagining what it would be like to be married to her and she was saying a lot of stuff i wasn't paying attention to it i was too distracted by imagining what it would be like to be married to her and i was like oh my goodness yeah, this feels, you know, this this seems like a really great possibility. They ended up giving me a ride back to my house. They lived in the same neighborhood, same street, actually. I just thought about this all the time. I was like, yeah, that would be such a good match. Wow. Why didn't I think of that sooner? I thought about little else. After that, I was like, gosh, I'd really like to... I'd really like to see where this could go. And I don't know how many Sundays after this it was, but she was at church and I was standing next to my parents in the hallway and Brittany said something like, oh, Bryce, I'm sure you'll be getting married soon. I I, I better be invited. And as she's continues to walk on, I just looked at her and I said, oh, you'll be there. And she kind of turned around for a second and looked at me kind of funny, like, what did he just say? Like, what did he mean by that? And then she walked around the corner. My parents both looked at me like, oh, Bryce. But yes, I, I knew where where I was hoping this could go. And ultimately, the rest, the rest is history. She was open to it once I expressed my interest and overlooked any, anything that she maybe didn't like about me. <laughs> was willing to see past that. I bring this up because I really feel like I really feel like God had a hand in bringing us together. That might sound cliche, but this is this is an important thing. You know, finding someone to be with. We I don't think there's very many people out there who don't want to have someone to be with, someone that you can connect with and share a life together. I think most people want that, and I certainly did. I had had a dream when I was in the mission field, that I was married to someone, we weren't getting along. Like, it just, she wasn't talking to me, didn't seem to want to have anything to do with me, seemed kind of like just repulsed by me, in a sense. And in my dream, I was like, gosh, you know, we got married, like, why did this happen? And then I was like, well, did I pray about it? And I was like, well, no, I didn't pray about it. Oh, I should have. Oh, this 
this is just a disaster. When Brittany and I started dating, I was concerned about praying about whether or not this would be a right fit in God's eyes because I really didn't want him to say no. And I was unwilling to pray about it until I was prepared to accept no, whether she got the no or I got the no or whatever. So when I was willing to accept that answer, that's when I actually prayed about it because I knew I needed to pray about it. And I'm, I'm really glad that I did. It was over a general conference weekend that we um, in October of 2003 that we were prayerfully ex exploring whether or not we should pursue our relationship. We knew, yes, that's what we wanted to do. We felt really good about it. I feel like if we will allow him to be God, we'll be in the details of our lives. And I'm so grateful that Brittany found me walking on the side of the road that day. I was having a bad day, and my day was amazing after that when I had my eyes open to possibilities. We all have amazing possibilities available to us. It doesn't matter who we are, what situation we're in, what are we willing to believe for ourselves? Are we willing to believe that there are wonderful things in the future for us? If we are, we'll discover them. If we don't believe there are wonderful things in the future for us, even when they come, we won't notice them. We see the world as we are, not as it is. There's wonderful all around us. And that's it for now.